everybody, and welcome to Listen Money Matters. Business is the art of extracting money from another man's pocket without resorting to violence. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, and what are you drinking? Dude, I am so good. I am feeling like like a baller because I was online, yeah. was ordering my beer, because you know, I'm like running out of like local craft brew, and I found the Royal Reserve Collection. Mm-hmm. of Game of Thrones, ah. King in the North, Barrel-Aged Imperial Stout. All the words that I love most. <laughs> and the bottle is like, it's like a wine bottle of yeah. beer. No, I have that beer. You do? Yes, I have that beer in my fridge because I'm waiting for Game of Thrones to come out so I can open it. Oh and my God, I have I'm a white, so stoked. For- I have a White Walker beer too from them. No, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they I have a whole fun. series. I think they have like Queen of the North, King of the North. White Walkers. I, yeah. I've drunk, I've drunk, drank a lot of Oma Gang. two drunkness, a lot of the Oma Gang Game of Thrones beers. But uh, this is the first I saw the King of the North. And yeah. so I was like, yeah, it just came out. Or at least it came out just for me, me as well. So, oh, I, HBO, how you market. I love Oma Gang beers, though. Same. You should I mean, go. They, they do a good Have job. you been to Oma Gang? It's in New York. No, no. I've been you, to it's like a farmhouse to see Game of Thrones shit. Well, that's I don't know what's cool. That's probably cooler. I don't know. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> what are you drinking, sir? I'm drinking my own beer out of a beaker. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Uh, it's I'm calling it high fiving a million angels. Mm. So New England I, IPA. I think that uh, you're just gonna have to start selling this these beers that you make because you come on, you pitch them, you explain the whole thing. Yeah. And like. I can't even get it at a store. No, you can't. Uh, I've been kind of talking more and more with, uh, or uh, talking more and more about the idea of starting a brewery mm. at some point in my life, like a very small little tap room, small couple barrel system, you know, maybe like a three barrel system. I don't know. Just uh, it's a thought. It's a thought. We'll see. It's we'll see. Under the we'll see category. It's under the maybe when I retire. <laughs> category no i mean i don't know we'll see if it's when you've lost all of your sense yeah when i yeah when this podcast when i've like went broke and this podcast doesn't can't afford me anymore i don't know i don't know we can't afford you you're free that's true i I don't know what i'm saying (laughs) uh our catchphrase today is from max amsterdam which is a fucking cool name Mm. i want to be max it it sounds like a cool porn name <laughs> but a cool one, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A, a cool poor name who you know always has weed, <laughs> right? <laughs> I gotta call my dealer Max Amsterdam. That's not real. Yes, it is. <laughs> real guy. Thanks, Max. Appreciate that, uh, dude. What are we talking about today? Because I I have no idea what this is. Okay. And I hope you do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope I do too. Um. So we are talking about IBC, or the infinite banking concept, mm. which we have been emailed about a few times. I had never heard of it before. And I, I what happened was like I, someone told me about it. I looked it up. I was like, I, I can't do this right now. Mm. And it took me a couple times and, and actually help from someone on the team because it is not simple. Well... Tell me what it is. And let's like, I know that you've put here, we're going to talk about how it works 
first and what it is. And then we're going to talk about, you know, what we recommend before you make any decisions whether to do it or not. And so this is sort of a disclaimer for the episode. Yes. Listen to the whole thing. Don't listen to the first half where you're like, cool, I love that idea. Let's go. Listen to the second half as well because we're going to take a break in the middle. The second half, we're going to talk about whether we recommend it or or whatever. Yeah, like we, we want to uh, kind of lay the facts out there mm-hmm. so you understand. And it is mm-hmm. something that is viable. But uh, before don't listen to the first half and then just go and like do it. Right, okay. I mean, truth be told, it would probably take you a week or two to even begin to do it. So you certainly have time to listen to the second half. All right. So what the fuck is the infinite banking concept? So the infinite banking concept is predicated on this idea of being your own bank. Okay. You know, you want to. Isn't that just like refining your house constantly? (laughs) Just (laughs) using your house as a piggy bank. I've heard that. Well, no, here's the thing is like when you want to get a house, you know, and you get a mortgage, you have to borrow from a bank. Yeah. Right. You want to get a car and you don't have money for a car, you borrow from a bank. And so we're often going to banks to get money. And so the onus on this idea is like, don't go to them, go to yourself. Okay. Um, but, yeah. I don't, but I don't have enough money. <laughs> and, and therein lies like what might be a solution. Okay. So, um, I mean, look, like you might not be able to buy the most ridiculous house ever with IBC, but, you know, you would potentially save on interest. And so um, it is impossible to talk about infinite banking without talking about life insurance because it is uh, based on a life insurance product. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So there. To, and I'm going to see if I can like do this real quick, but there's yep. like term life insurance, which is like you get life insurance for 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. And there is whole life insurance, which is life insurance until you no longer need life insurance because you're no longer alive. Okay. This to, in order to do IBC, you need to get whole life insurance. Okay. Now, um, IBC is marketed and maybe a key phrase there is it is marketed as obviously a guaranteed tax-free death benefit because it's health insurance yeah um it is uh tax-free growth because there is a investment in there mm-hmm. um, you used you used air quotes by the way i used air quotes <laughs> we're on a podcast that just <laughs> yeah. as a reminder so so there's like tax-free <laughs> growth on some cash thing uh-huh. uh you could take loans from it which are tax-free loans and yeah. you can even withdraw cash from this plan tax-free. And okay. the air quotes around the investment piece is you would get an annual dividend on the cash value of this life insurance policy, uh-huh. which in many cases is set at a low watermark of 5%. Okay. Which is a good rate of return. Sure. Is it guaranteed or yes. close to as guaranteed as and possible? I don't want to say like everyone does 5%, but yeah. we're going to kind of dig into what you would even need to sign up for for this to even work. And the right. ones that you would sign up for would be that. Let me see if I have this straight. So you you basically have to buy whole term life insurance. 
mm-hmm. right? And as soon as you buy, like, if I were right now to buy whole term life insurance, I you have to pay into this every month, right? You have to pay yeah. into okay. Actually, so you you pay yearly. You pay all right. So you have this annual thing that I give away. What's the average? Does it depend on a thir- a thirty year male who is in like decent health? Yeah. Um, could expect to pay about ten thousand a year. You okay, that's not probably pay more because you're I- older. Oh, not because I'm in. Not because I'm drinking beer on a podcast every Thursday. <laughs> I'm sure if they heard that, that would also make it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you used to smoke when you were a kid. Oh, you used to vape too. Twenty thousand dollars, basically. So, I put this money up because that's not that's that's a big investment. You know, like ten, yeah. ten to fifteen, whatever. But you know, it's under this this umbrella of like if you have a family or you uh-huh. need to if you die provide for people. Life insurance is something worth considering, you know. And I don't want to, sure. like IBC, this infinite banking thing, completely separate from of whether life insurance is a valid use. Of sure, money. but I'm just trying to get a, an idea of like where the money's going and what's happening. So when you when you, because it's an insurance product, so it would be yeah. the same as like me paying Geico, and then when my car breaks, like Geico covers shit. So like it's, but yes. you're saying that some of this money is being invested on your behalf or is being invested on your behalf. And then when you die, your family basically gets that money forever. Yes. I mean, it is, I'm sure they are investing it, but it is a, a static kind of return. Uh-huh. It is not based on the market. So if the market is tanking, that doesn't affect what they call your dividends. Um, and then the added benefit is that um, you essentially accrue a cash balance that you can tap so oh so this is for okay so so like i, I guess I mean, maybe I, I wasn't actually i super wasn't clear is that you have your insurance product for life insurance and then over time you're essentially building this cash value yeah that you can take loans against withdraw okay. you know if you withdraw you won't earn dividends but okay okay so so let me ask this other question. Do you, when you have a family, are you going to invest in whole term life insurance? And I know this might go into the second half of the episode, but like, is that something that you, are you thinking about life insurance at all? Okay. I I will tell you, and I haven't put a ton of thought into it yet, Sure, but I do. I personally do have life insurance. Okay. Um, it may be arguable that I'm worth more dead than alive. Okay. Uh, and when I have kids, I will certainly have life insurance. Okay. So what is the difference between using a life insurance product versus using an IRA or something where like you can essentially borrow from your IRA and pay yourself back at a low interest rate currently? Is it, it can, can the same, this infinite banking concept, can it be applied to say an IRA or a 401k where you can take a loan out for certain purchases that you pay back to yourself? So I'm not sure that okay. uh, most or any IRAs allow you to take loans out against them. For well, no, I mean, like I know you can for emergency purposes. I know you mm-hmm. can for like home purchases, certain ones. I'm not sure. I, I, Look, you know. I mean, if, if you die, like your heirs just get your IRA. Okay. Right? Um, but the thing is like, if I die, my heirs will get my IRA. It is not 
my IRAs are not millions of dollars. Sure. But, you know, my life insurance policy is. Ah, understood. So, and that that's like kind of where the insurance aspect comes in. Is, All right. You know, if we were to wait and I died and I was 90, you know, life insurance wouldn't have been much of a great, you know, quote unquote investment. Mm. But if I die when I'm like 38, and I certainly hope that I don't, then life insurance would have been an awesome investment for the people that yeah, follow depend me. on you. Right. Right. Okay. So where does the IBC or the infinite banking concept come into play now? So infinite banking concept is life insurance with a amount of cash that essentially accrues that you could tap. And if you don't tap, you would earn dividends on. Okay. And so like, say you were, you got, you know, I don't know, you were doing this for 10, 20 years. You got, had like a hundred thousand dollar balance in your, you know, cash whole term life insurance setup. Uh, and if it was 5%, you'd be, you know, basically getting $5,000 a year in dividends from mm-hmm. your policy that mm-hmm. you could put back into your policy, take out, you know, whatever. Yeah. But you're not, you're not, I mean, $100,000 is not getting you a house and, you know, it's not buying you a house in 20 years. I mean, depending on where you live, right? But mm. it's not enough. It, it could be a, right. I mean, it's not for enough for a full house, for yeah. sure. And, or and a fuller house. almost anywhere. Yeah. Huh? I said, or a fuller house. <laughs> That's right. Sorry. This episode is sponsored by Netflix. Uh, so, all right. So where does it, where do, what are the benefits of this? Why, why, why do this? Or, or why? What the, f- like, is, so basically you are your own bank, but you don't have okay. as much money as a bank and, and, Right. You're, you, you, the, the idea is that you would not pay interest to banks. You would essentially, sure. it would just be free loans and or interest to yourself. But you would have to pay not, it back, right? Or no? Well, you're, you're paying it back to your own cash balance. That is yours. No, wait. There, I, I don't think I'm following, to be honest. Let, let's, okay. So, so let, let's like, I don't see the benefit versus like a savings account versus having a whole term life insurance, just borrowing against that. And it sounds mm-hmm. like IBC is a separate product and somebody's trying to sell you this. No. Or is this just like, is this did, really did, a did concept? Full show notes? No, I didn't read anything. I'm trying to figure that. I'm trying to <laughs> okay, learn here. Because so the thing is, um, there, there are some benefits. There are some tax benefits for it. Okay. Right. So, um, if I were to take a loan out against my cash balance in the uh, the policy, it's tax-free. If I were to take cash out, it's tax-free. And the dividends that I earn are tax-free. Understood. That makes sense. And so um, because you would maybe have a low watermark of dividends of 5%, and say you took your loan out and it was roughly 5%, it would be interest-free. Okay. Because you st- even like so if you have $100,000 in this cash balance and you take out 5,000 as a loan, uh-huh. you are still earning dividends on that full balance. So you have an example here of like let's say you have a $100,000 cash value in your in your whole term life insurance, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's your cash. You as a policyholder put in that $100,000, right? That's your money. Yes, but you you've put in much more than a hundred thousand dollars at that point in time because 
truth be told, uh, you sign up for this whole term life insurance thing and you're, you know, paying your pay your first ten thousand, fifteen thousand dollar a year premium, you have access to no cash. It takes yeah. about seven to ten years to get for it to accrue. And then you actually get a positive return and have the ability to take cash out. Okay. So it takes you, let's say, twenty years, and now you have a hundred thousand dollars in cash that's earning about five percent interest. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, great. And then you say you take out a loan of about five thousand dollars, leaving you with ninety five thousand dollars, and you still get paid dividends as if you still had the full one hundred thousand dollars in the account. Yes. Whether you pay it back or not. Well, I mean, it, there'll be loan terms that you have to pay back, but it is your money essentially. And, and okay, so you're just I guess if so, you don't pay it back, it, it amounts to a withdrawal. Okay, and so the difference between and you taking out this five thousand is taking out five thousand dollars tax free. So the mm-hmm. difference between if I have a brokerage and it's account, not a hit on your credit. So because because you're borrowing from yourself essentially, yeah. sure, uh, your credit score is irrelevant. But let's say I have a hundred thousand dollars sitting in a Betterment brokerage account right now, and I take five thousand. I borrow five thousand dollars from myself. I'm taking a tax hit on that because it's it's coming out. You got to sell it, and yeah. So I'm taking a tax hit on that, and I'm not still making you know seven percent or whatever on the full hundred thousand dollars that's in there. I'm now making it on ninety five thousand. Right until you put the money back in. Okay, so I see the benefit there. And and you know this is more. It originally was like conceptualized back, like way way back, by farmers and and whatnot because they they weren't they didn't have access to loans. Like no one would loan them money. Yeah. And so they they uh, wound up using these products in in I guess a bastardized fashion to yeah. allow themselves access to cash. Got it. While still providing for their family if they die. Okay. So, all right, makes sense. It, it sounds like there's other ways to do this now. Like what do you mean? life insurance is not the only way to do this. It may not be the like the most uh, sexy way to do this, but ultimately, like if you have a brokerage account, you're essentially doing the same thing. You're just getting hit with taxes, and you're not making that five percent on that money that's not in there. Right, but then you know the market could be up, the market sure. could be down. You know, the and this does not be a, this is not affected by that, right? You could have a savings account with a hundred thousand dollars in it. That's but you earning, won't earn five percent. No, you'll earn what now we're earning two percent mm-hmm. on some accounts, right? And is, and that interest is taxable, right? And so, okay, and, and it's it's actually I I I love what you've done because I'm I'm kind of arguing on the opposite end. I thought I was going to be arguing on, but like, <laughs> <laughs> I the the thing is like um. The, the tax-free piece is, uh, implies, for, for say, if your tax rate's 35%, it implies mm-hmm. 35% more that you would keep okay. of, of these earnings. Do you think we su- su- sufficiently covered what this is? Or is there anything else we missed? Just, just to reiterate, yes. it is the idea is you to be your own bank, to yep. not pay anyone else interest. A small loan bank, by the way. You're not... You know what I mean? Right. It's only what you put in. So it's it, not like you're... It would you're... be challenging to buy a house on this. Yes. And honestly, if you were able to do that, or get a small uh, there business were probably loan. an infinite amount of more avenues yeah. that were better than that. But, you know, whether it was a car or, you know, 
you needed access to cash because this, this could act as an emergency fund. Yeah. Um, it is uh, a tax-free vehicle for accessing cash. Yeah. Understood. Okay. Then, then yeah, I, th I think I think that's on that's cash that earns. Right. Right. So it's like you're earning five percent on this cash, whether it's in the account or not, mm -hmm. and it's it's tax free when you pull it out. Right, and it passes along to your heirs and sure. Okay. Now, this is a concept, right? This is not something that's being sold to the masses right now, or is it or is so, it? So so it is being sold. Do we have to, to I, is this is where we talk about that and then move on to our recommendations it is, it of this? Is, you you won't be able to buy the infinite banking concept. You will hopefully digest and, and we're going to spill out the steps and everything if you were interested in the show notes but essentially you would buy whole life insurance mm -hmm. that fit a specific criteria and then you would execute a, a plan okay so what is that criteria so okay so first of all um, you're going to want to pick an insurance company that has a strong history of paying reliable dividends. And the dividends are, without going into the weeds, excess um, payments into the insurance plan by everyone who pays into the insurance plan. Yeah. So, you know, um, we're, we're pretty much saying you, you should find someone. And there, there are companies, there are many companies that have 100 years or more of reliable payments. You would yeah. want to do something like that. Next, you would select a whole insurance life policy um, that is eligible for loans. I don't want to go like super into the weeds, but specifically you're going to choose a policy that has a non-direct recognition. And in, the fuck like, does that mean? in normal people, the thing is uh, this thing is shrouded in all of really thick things. Ah. So just kind of spelling it out. You need to get a non-direct recognition. It means that uh, it would pay you dividends even if you took a loan out on the policy, mm -hmm. which we kind of described. Yep. You need to select a high cash value policy because often whole term life insurance uh, puts precedence on the insurance part and not yep. on the cash part. Mm -hmm. So you would need one that leads with cash first. And lesser life insurance coverage, it, it kind of like amortizes in, I guess. Uh -huh. um, and then if you are going to with any plan that has the tax benefits that we mm -hmm. talked about, and honestly, if you were to not do a plan with tax with, that had the tax benefits, it just doesn't make sense. So you pretty much have to do it with tax benefits, you're going to need to wait about seven or 10 years before you can take advantage Ugh. of the cash portion. Yeah. So this is not going to make you rich quick. It, this will not make you rich, period. Okay, fair. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, hey, I want to take a break. Yes, me too. Let's take a break. and um, I have to wash my hair. Why? <laughs> I'm just, you I don't know. You feel dirty? Yeah. All right, well. You don't wash your hair? I wash my hair, my hair, my one hair, <laughs> my Charlie Brown. You come have over. at least 15. Come on. I do. I know. I know. Thank, thank you. 
Thank you for noticing. Uh, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the pros and cons, what it costs, and what if we recommend this or not. And let's talk about what it costs. Okay. So um, I, th- I think that there is a general mood of where we're going, so let's not, like, hide. Look, you just done. All right, fine. Fucking don't beat around the bush. Tell me what you feel. Okay, if you were to read online, there is a lot of really... I don't read. Huh? You don't read online? No, no I don't read online. Well, okay, good, because there's a lot of crazy <laughs> shit online. Yeah, um, there is. Some of it even involves horses, I'm just saying. I uh, wouldn't know. <laughs> okay, I, I, I heard from a friend. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a lot of great salesman work around IBC and in the infinite banking concept. And... Uh-huh. Um, They've done a really great job. They, meaning people that make quite a bit of money off of you buying into this concept, um, they make a lot of money as a result, and so they've really mastered kind of selling this thing. Where are they selling this, and how would I be sold this? Who is selling this? Insurance, like life, life insurance people. Like so we're talking about, like needle nose Ned, Ned the head. Yeah. So that, that will probably be the person that sells it to you is an insurance salesman. Ugh. And they're going to use terms like the velocity of money and financial yes. arbitrage and, mm, you it. know, using your own money instead of the bank's money. Yeah. Um, Huge boner. Go on. You know, and they're they're basically going to, like, bullshit you and try to confuse you. And they're going to throw a bunch of numbers out uh, that. Um, and then a lot of the things, a lot of, like, the ideas behind doing this make a lot of sense uh-huh. and i think we've done a bad job of doing that which is maybe a good job thing of us yeah. you know if you're confused good you should be yeah because that's the, the point the, the thing is like usually when i dive into a lot of these like crazy topics or, or when i dive into money things it, it takes me a little bit and then i kind of get it and we do a show on it and when yeah. it takes me like a lot of effort and time that I usually see that as a bad sign of something yeah. that we shouldn't, do, you shouldn't do. And when okay. it takes me a lot of time and I have to literally bring in help to help me understand and get all the research together. Yeah. Red flag. Right. Like terrible sign. Okay. Um, and interestingly, uh, on, on the face, I was skeptical, but it sounded really good. And I'm and beginning Sean, the guy who helped me with this, uh, was really into the idea because the huh. idea sold very well. Um, which is why I want to get into like the costs and and the pros and cons because I, I think we just kind of need to lay it out. Okay. So lay it on me, baby. Yeah. So if you were to get Matt a term life insurance policy, and let's, I think it's like for about twenty years or so, you're okay. you're thirty five, thirty eight. Yep, thirty five. Thirty five. Thank you. Thirty eight was to make you feel young because you're only thirty five. Yeah, but you guessed 38. <laughs> no, that was, I said 35, 38. I, what are you, 30, 35, 47? What are you? <laughs> I can't tell. Look, I mean, if it was up to me, I would say you were 53, but I'm just kind of, yeah. you know, going with it. Um, <laughs> I'm 29. <laughs> no one's buying that. Okay. No one's buying what you're selling. So Fair. the whole life insurance may cost you 10 or more, 10,000 or more a year. If you were to get term, it would cost you $700 a year. So whole life insurance is like a tenfold and likely more increase on the cost mm-hmm. of life insurance. 
for mm-hmm. an equivalent amount of coverage. And these numbers are basically for a million dollars in coverage. Um, okay. You are not going to be able to be your own bank until seven to 10 years because there is no cash balance up and until roughly seven to 10 years. There is a way to give yourself an initial cash balance, but then the IRS doesn't consider it an an insurance product and there are no tax benefits. So it doesn't make any sense. Um, However, there is a great dividend that's often a low watermark at 5%. And I was looking at the rates and they're at like six or 7% right now. So a decent return. Yeah. Um, You also need to be in decent health. It's a health insurance product. They're going to do a full physical exam. They may stick their thumb up your butt, all of the things. And you got to pass all those tests. This is part of the pro column, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Um, Now now let's go to the pros and cons. I mean, the truth be told, there's some awesome tax benefits here. Um, Who doesn't want to earn? You know, five to seven percent tax free, right? Yeah, that's pretty well. Yeah. Um, the the thing is, uh, oh, and you know, there's a long time horizon to that, so whatever. But it's also um a private situation, so your loans don't show up on your credit report. They're not a hit mm-hmm. to your credit. You don't need approval. It is your money, and so you could essentially be like, I need, you know. $100,000 of my $100,000 and no one is questioning anything. It's just right. yours, right? It's like literally withdrawing from a savings account that is amped in terms of the return and the benefits. Mm-hmm. In terms of like cons, um, you're being sold this by an insurance person who is yeah. making a buttload of cash selling this to you. They are not yeah. a fiduciary. Their job is not, they, they do not have to have your interests in mind. So they essentially have sure. their interests in mind. And um, a lot of the copy and things you'll read online are from expert salesmen who've done a great sure. job of showing the benefits. Okay. It's also a very long-term strategy that takes years to, to reap benefits from. And so it's just, that's the con. Yeah. Um, you, you're, I mean that you could say that about a lot of things. Exactly. You know what I mean, I mean, look, you could say that about, look, you said it about buying a car. You could say that about, uh, you know, working with a financial planner. Yeah. You, you are, no one's going to have your best interest for the most part. Unless they you. are a fiduciary legally. Yeah. Hmm. Well, yeah, but then they're protected. So then, Okay. I already hate this, but I, I hate it because I feel like I should. I don't know if I necessarily like, I don't know if I necessarily understand the benefits of life insurance, to be quite honest with you. Like I, if I'm good with money and I have my own investments in my own, like then what do I really, I don't really like this for, you know, less than a hundred dollars a month. I can, when I die, leave my family multiples more in wealth than I've been able to accrue in my lifetime. And I I think that I've done a damn good job of like, you know, hoarding cash. So for like yes. under a hundred dollars a month, I could 
make my family rich if they kill me. You know, the the thing that sort of chaps my ass to bring it back to the butt stuff. I the physical exam, isn't it? <laughs> well, it, it, it's I'm going to need one. The thing is, is that I don't trust insurance companies now. Their job is to not pay out insurance. Well, their incentive is not, yeah. That's what I mean. And so, like, I can barely trust Geico to 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 pay uh, for car damage or, you know, my homeowner's insurance to pay for, like, you know, when my dryer leaks or dryer leaks, my uh, my washer leaks. Uh, you know, it's it's like pulling teeth. And so it, a lot of that just, goes I, I just, away I guess with I'm just, life insurance I lost trust, though. Because like huh? a lot of that goes away with life insurance policies, provided that there isn't some like ridiculous negligence on your part with your life yeah. that causes you to die or that you literally kill yourself, you know, sure. then then it should pay out. Whoa, so okay. It, yeah, it's or not you get like murdered. car insurance where everyone can you can get a hundred people in a room and debate for hours who fault it was that they backed yeah. up through a red light, you know. Yeah. I you know I just I don't know I just have my distrust of insurance companies in general, I, and that 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 is fair. Um, yeah. I I think that uh, a lot of that just doesn't necessarily apply here, but it fair. is a rather complicated product that mm -hmm. requires discipline to do correctly. Yeah. Um, which is often not told by the people selling it because they won't be able to make. Mad cash selling you it. So then, if the, who are they selling this to? So, and and this is where I think it really kind of uh, splits weird because they're selling it to normal people. Where it, okay, well, it be, are they because they're not makes sense? And I, it it kind of feels like they're selling it to. It's the same people they sell timeshares to. You know, yeah, I, I would say yes. I mean, look. Okay. It's really hard. It's, it, they're basically promising you being your own bank because you can't get loans from the normal bank. So it's like, oh, imagine for seven hundred dollars a month, or you know, I or seven hundred dollars a year. Like the salesman gets you, your wife, and your kids in the room, and then asks you if it's important that when you die, if your family is taken care of. I mean, it yeah. should be important, but you're certainly going to say that it's important when they're sitting there with you, right? Yeah. And then, unless you're that asshole that's like, eh. <laughs> you're like, no, uh, I don't uh, care about them. I'll be dead. Yeah. Whatever. Who? Oh, they're here. Oh, geez. Hey, hey, guys. I didn't realize you guys were in the car. <laughs> but so, so they, they kind some of self-absorbed asshole. <laughs> they they start there, you know, and then they start showing you your options, mm -hmm. and then they they make the most money on the most expensive option. But if yeah. they can put a framework around it. That makes it appealing, and there are appealing aspects to it for sure. sure. Then it is an easier sell, and so this is putting perhaps putting lipstick on a pig, right? Okay. Now the people who it may make the most sense for, and who through literally doing the uh, road trip of the internet to find everything written out there, the people it makes most sense for are high net worth individuals who are working on hardcore, you know, tax avoidance strategies. Yeah. But the irony is, is by the time you're a high net worth individual, you know, you first of all, can't leverage all of that net worth to dump into this thing. 
Sure. And you would need to wait seven to ten years before it, you know, bears fruit. And you probably already you already are your own bank. Yeah, and so and so it winds up uh really not being a good fit for everybody. And is this is this is this predatory? Do you think this is predatory? I should say. No, no, because you could you could definitely get benefits from it. And I really struggle with mm -hmm. this if it needed to even be an episode. And I, yeah. I don't want I want people to make the right decision. And there are certainly benefits that you could derive from this. But I think when we've talked about, you know, I would say all of them or most of the alternatives, which would make more financial and mathematical sense than this. What is an alternative that makes what is an alternative? You that you do, like just one. Yeah. Okay. Just one. So we talked about M1 finance, uh, in yeah. like over the golden butterfly M1 finance has a borrow feature where you could essentially use margin to borrow against your investments. And so you could put, you put your money in the market, use a golden butterfly, get all of the return that you are due and yeah. then borrow against that. And granted, you have to pay interest on it. You still earn sure. on everything that you've invested in. So yeah. more risky than this. Yep. Yes. But like the, the returns are not comparable. Got it. But that's complicated. Mm. I mean, just the golden butterfly in general, like requires you to invest in all these different things and, and, Look, and set Wealthfront up all these things. has a similar thing. Yep. You know, I, I, almost every broker does. But, you know, there's downsides. Like if you borrow against your shares and they have in value, you may have a margin call and have to put more cash up. And so you, yeah, the risks you have, uh, you have life insurance. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess you're not seven to 10 years in. I have it. I, I don't know, uh, the term on it because it's through our payroll company. Mm -hmm. I, I had it at iHeart. And then now I have it through yeah. Trinet. And so I think it is as long as I am paying into this thing, I just have it. You're and, good. And it's a, a portion of my salary. Or and you multiple. can't. You, so right now you can't be your own bank in that, in that sense no. using that particular product. The only way to make use of this, you know, 50 or whatever dollars a month I pay is to die. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I'm right. trying to not do. Yeah. I try, yeah. Are you though? <laughs> well, if you saw the beer, the amount of beer I drank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So I guess, I mean, to sum it up, basically, you are, this is not something you're going to do. I, I'm not going to personally do it. I really wouldn't recommend it. Okay. Um, there are a lot of people that I actually respect in the personal finance community that do this and push okay. it. And I don't believe they make money on it from what I can tell. But um, I don't think that it makes sense. Is there a when you when you came across this mm. concept, did this concept remind you of any other concepts out there in the personal finance space? That you were like, oh, this is like this in this in maybe not in the same exact vein, but like kind of gave you the gave you pause. You know, like uh, did it like you, does it, you understand the question I'm asking? Yeah, like, I mean. I don't know if I feel like you're looking for a specific answer. And so you could tell me the answer that you're thinking. I don't know. I literally don't know. I, I immediately thought of annuities. When, okay. Well, yeah. Why, why is that? Because uh, it is essentially pushed by salesmen that tent mm -hmm. that will earn quite a bit of money. Like 
annuities are a much easier sell in an Uber home from the airport than mm -hmm. than IBC because you need to really explain it a bit. Or I yeah. don't know, maybe people don't have questions. I think we right. we actually complicated the explanation of it because we have a bit of background. Yeah, in this stuff and you know, it's the the first yeah, questions we asked are like why? What are the costs? You know, to do right. this. Like, instead of like instead of the question, do you want to take care of your family? And and you want to be your own bank? Yeah. All right, well then buy this thing. Okay. Yeah. I bought it and you move on. So, you're right. All right. Well, so you so so closing remarks. Uh, you're not going to do it. You don't recommend other people do it. Um do you recommend people getting life insurance? Yes. Oh, certainly. And I recommend term. Right? Unless there's something okay. that you know that uh, through a physical screening and whatever the insurance company won't know, then uh -huh. you know maybe whole makes sense. I don't know, but do you think I need life insurance? I mean, I don't know. That, that's a personal. I, don't, I, don't, I only have one asset. Mm. What's that? The how the the condo. Mm. Okay. Glad to leave when you when you die, I mean, and health insurance is a whole thing unto itself, or life insurance. Right. But like when yeah. you die, you know, you don't have any kids to take Which care of. You're not yep. married. Nope. So, you know, I don't know. It'd be who gets, for your who parents, gets my condo? for Stephanie, for your brothers, just it. or just fuck them all. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that guy who's like, oh, my family's here? Oh. <laughs> who invited them? No, I don't want to take care of my family. I'm that guy. Hmm. You're not going to sell me, salesman. <laughs> That's right. I don't, I don't care about anyone. <laughs> $100 a month to make my family comfortable for life? <laughs> Fuck that. I'm buying three ply toilet paper. Yeah. Just for my bathroom. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> for the master. Uh, all right. So that's it, man. Mm. We covered it. Yeah. We did it. Now it's it. done. All right. If you missed anything, we will have more in the show notes for sure, because there is a lot. Yes. Oh, my God. Where you search an essay, like 11 pages of stuff. Yeah. So if we have not convinced you not to do it and you're just like, ah, I still want to know, or maybe you're kind of interested in it, please go to the show notes. You can either check your preferred podcast app or visit listenmoneymatters.com slash show and everything will be there. Please subscribe wherever you normally listen to podcasts and tell your friends about us. Point them to your favorite episodes. Probably not this one. And hopefully <laughs> they'll become a subscriber too. Not to say this is not your favorite. We're here. This is an educational one. Mm. This is a We're public very specific. episode. Public, yeah, PSA, if you will. PSA. Um, and if you have any, a PSE, a public service episode. Episode. I'll say mm -hmm. announcement. Like <laughs> or an announcement. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> uh, so if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on future episodes of this show, email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. And all the tools and resources that we have mentioned on this show and normally mentioned on the show are available at listenmoneymatters.com slash toolbox. All right, that's it. Later, Andrew. Later, dude. Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>